0: Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Thermocline in my house. Ahoy! Ahoy! It is a Wednesday. It is a fact. Is a fact. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes, it's been, it's already been a kind of insane week, uh... It's oh. did not, it did not start off well at all, even oh. a little bit. Like not, that. Well, oh, why? Um, <clears throat> um, That's okay. Um, so, why? So, Sunday night, I go to sleep, but as as one does, as one does, but like <clears throat> about 10 30, 11 o'clock, I go to the bathroom one more time. Okay, go, well, sorry, TMI people, right? Whatever. Um, and this then is how I go, going to bed works. Sorry, yes. folks. Go downstairs, go downstairs, lay on the couch, uh, and I fall asleep. And I wake up to around two o'clock in the morning to a sound. And I'm trying, in my haze, trying to put this together. And we do have a dog staying over, and I'm like, "Is that the sound of a dog peeing?" That's that's a lot, that's a lot of urine. So. I sit bolt upright and I go into our playroom area. It's kind of like a, another dining area and I flip on the light and I'm like, why is this light so incredibly dim? And that's when I start to hear, feel the water hitting my feet. Uh, and I realize that there is water uh, <laughs> pouring out of my light fixture.
1: Um, Spoilers, I don't know if you know this, but that's not where
0: water goes. It's not. Um, That's not. (laughs) So I immediately become insta awake and race upstairs to find that the upstairs bathroom, which I had used at 11 o'clock at night, is now overflowing. Uh, And the water had fortunately not gone towards the hallway where the carpet is. No, no, it just stayed in its corner and gone down through the holes and everything that are in my 100 year old home. Uh, uh, and had just decided that they were going to follow gravity down, um, and I got that shut off, uh, plunged and draining, and then mopped up everything in the bathroom.
1: Then I raced downstairs, <laughs> and I just
0: stood there like, "What do I? How do I? <laughs> yeah, what do you, do? What do, you do? So I turned off the light. I, I did, the light was turned off. So I yeah, okay, good ladder. step one, turn step the one, electricity <laughs> back off. off on. I'm, uh, this is not my first day. (laughs) So I,
1: so I, step one, I turned the light on so I could see better.
0: Uh, (laughs) Okay. So this is going to sound like a weird complaint, but it's, it's a, it's (sighs) when they remodeled the home, they gave the downstairs very tall ceilings. I cannot touch my ceilings. I can, I have to lift Lillian above my head before we touch the ceilings. They're very tall. That is very tall, listeners. Colin is a very tall man, so
1: These are, normally he complains about the opposite. It's everything exactly. is so small. I
0: whack my head on all this stuff. So, so now though, I have to run out and grab my massive A-frame ladder, right, and run it inside, and then I have the our light is a big dome light, and the, it's just is completely oh, filled to okay. the brim with water, and I'm like, I have to get this down without. Dropping this, losing control over it, losing my balance, and lower this down. Being so electrocuted, I, getting electrocuted, you know. And so I, yeah,
1: that's it. So you I, missed the mark.
0: You missed the main thing. Um, <laughs> well, I was more, I was actually at that time more concerned about dropping this heavy piece of glass and having it hit the floor and shatter into a thousand pieces, and then be having true, to clean but... up water and glass and everything. So, yeah, but like
1: when you clean the water, it would probably just bring the glass with it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway. But I'm also barefoot, and I don't.
1: Okay, know. that's. I have to mean, I mean, ki- yes, but key thing. But Anyway, that's so. I mean, that's just you're I, always barefoot. So like,
0: I I, I just it. assume
1: every story you tell, you're barefoot. I like, just is true. That's what happens now in my life. Like, you could be a story about like running down a mountain after a duck, and be like, he's barefoot. It's fine. It's just yes. It
0: well, when I'm not mountain duck running, I am uh, lowering uh, the big giant dome light, and it's got. I believe you mean Ozark circle.
1: Mountain Duck running.
0: Ozark Mountain. Hey. Duck. <laughs> Duck racing. Okay. That's going to be (laughs) duck racing. That's a tip. Lowering the dome down and the little screw in the center. So I just let my finger out of that and the water just shoots down through that center hole and hits the floor (laughs) and just going everywhere. And then I get that down. I set it aside and I still have to get the plate because it's got that plate that it secures to. I've got to get that down. So now I'm going to go find wrenches and screws and all sorts of stuff to get get it down. And I'm pulling it down and I'm undoing wires. And I'm like, all of these wires are hot. I know they are. (laughs) But yeah, and now they're <laughs> coated in water. Perfect, <laughs> perfect insulator. And, uh, I, one wait. thing about water, we all know it is uh, yeah, water. it's the universal solvent. The universal oh, wait, we said different things. Yeah. <laughs> so i I get that all separated, and I um, now so now I get that down. The plates down, and now I'm like, okay, uh, now what? So uh, our downstairs are very very old hardwood floors. Um, they're not like nice new uh, ones that are tight-fit grooves or whatever. So these wa- floors are soaking up this water. And it all went into this massive rug that we have. So I have to roll up the rug, get it oh, outside, no. start moving up... Colin's neighbors see him bringing out a rug in the middle of the night, rolled yeah. up, throwing um, it in the yard. Throwing it in the yard. Cursing real, and... Real, and real awkward. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> After I had rolled it outside. After Did anybody come garage?
1: downstairs at any point and witness this? No. Wow. Like no. This you was managed the- to do
0: this like so stealthily that Megan nobody woke know until up. The next morning when she came downstairs at 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm good at this. But yeah, I would I, just I, like
1: uh, I'm imagining what Megan's face w- looked like, <laughs> but I also am in my mind imagining what it would have looked like if she would have come downstairs about two oh, thirty to see you yeah. on this ladder.
0: <laughs> yeah, this ladder up in the dark, uh, her frantically flipping the light switch, right? You that's being like, no, 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 no. That's exactly what would have happened, right? And this is yet another reason why I am a huge proponent of headlamps. If uh, have a headla- <laughs> headla- <laughs> listeners, listeners. This technology has been around for a decade or more like that is easily accessible to people. It not being without being cost <laughs> primitive. Get a headlamp in your life. It saves you removing splinters, crawling <laughs> through spaces, standing on a ladder at 2 a.m. in the morning with water rushing down all over your head and body as you're removing <laughs> a dome light. Just get. Oh, my gosh. It just, <laughs> just It's just wonderful. So I got that down. And I have to. I, Uh, I guess (laughs) headlamps are just amazing. I, I once, you know, like Boy Scouts, that was like one of my, okay, one of lots of major takeaways from Boy Scouts. One of them headlamps are lifesaver, right? So there you go. I, I get, I get all this out. Uh, I get the floor mopped up. I get it all set. Um, and then it's like, I don't like I'm not going to I was reading I was then on what What else but like Reddit like like what do I do now and thank you Reddit were, guys people you were go. like well here's what people were like drill holes in your ceiling uh, cut cut holes in your walls so that you can see where the water so you can trace the water paths and I'm like like no I know where it came from this yeah. isn't like a like, mystery I'm <laughs> not so concerned about that um, I'm just going to I mean because yeah. I was like okay here's the thing like it's just one time it's a one time this stuff happens all the time and mold doesn't grow and destroy and kill everybody in the house, right? So like, yeah. and the plus here, okay, remember here, plus is this is not a new home construction. There is this home leaks like a sieve. The outside air is inside. inside well, air ventilated, outside, right? well ventilated. Well so. ventilated in every surface. I'm not all that worried. Yo, just pull a dad and bust out your dehumidifiers. Right, and well, just like set them everywhere. So and then, there's a dehumidifier in the place, <laughs> and and then the next morning I was sorry like, I peeked the audio there. Yeah, my bad. I, I didn't mean. <laughs> oh, I'll cut that back. I'll duck that audio later. Um, but no, I was like, then I went to bed and all freaked out about it. And I was like, I'm just gonna have to look for water stains on the ceiling. We'll put some kill down on it and we'll paint over it, and it's gonna be fine. Whatever. And then I woke up the next morning and I was like, huh. I didn't go check the basement to see if any water went into <laughs> And sure enough, I went downstairs in the basement and there was water on the floor of the basement. That, my friends, is how much water and I think more importantly, how leaky my entire house <laughs> is. True. So then... That means so it, it drained I, through so it didn't stay in the floor it above. It did so stay in the floorboards. So what I did was I did position a fan in the basement. And it's actually still running. I just pointed it up at the floorboards to where the water had entered to help yeah. dry that area out. Yeah, more. see, go. Look, I got fans circulation. Got, so, so, and the other thing that I <laughs> never quite, quite appreciated is that, um, so basically all that we're going to do is I didn't contact insurance. We're just going to be fine. We're just going to repaint. We're just going to make sure everything's happened, dry. Listeners don't tell. <laughs> yeah, fine. And, um, but what we're going to do is uh, oh some things I didn't realize I don't appreciate because in the basement is where we have our dehumidifier running most of the time, right? Because that's where you need it most of the time. Because that's where yes. love it settles and it's where cool the moisture and is damp whatever in a basement. basement. <laughs>
1: okay. So it's not for nothing they make cheese in basements
0: exactly right cheese oh, basement you know. basement <laughs> cheese ooh what um, <laughs> yeah ugh, that's I was going to think put it's that a, a show title somebody
1: somebody out there that's your free uh, punk album
0: name. Um, oh, there you go you can yeah, have that yeah basement cheese slices i think yeah, you have to add oh, yeah bro. yeah because of three three words that's what <laughs> you need um is just how hot running a dehumidifier makes the room uh <laughs> like, <laughs> like it has it raises it's raised the temperature of our playroom because i have um little temperature sensors in all of our major rooms and yeah i can look and see the temperature in our playroom versus every other room and it's like Three degrees warmer. <laughs> it's, like, it's like very warm in there, which this is, is not hard. based
1: on my experience with humidity in Missouri summers. This is not the result I would have expected. Well, it's I would, it's a dehumidifier, <laughs> right? So,
0: because what's that's like, true, that's true. Yeah, so, oh, yes. but, yeah, but yeah, but drying current, the air out, you would think, dry, drying the air out. And it's, and it, if you just stand on the exhaust of the thing, it just blows hot air. Out. It's just like a dryer. Mm. Like, it just is, which makes sense because it's drying the air. And so it <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a dryer because
1: it's, you know, drying. drying.
0: <laughs> and so, like, as you go from, like, our living room into the playroom, into the kitchen, it's like, it's a, it's, it's a thermal. There's a thermal climb as you're going through my <laughs> house now. You're going have a weather front in there, man. Watch just so, going to rain in your house. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and, which is fine because what I need is I need that room to just be like hot and dry. And that was the thing that dad was like, just run your furnace. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Except we were having a weird like temperature spike right now where it's like also raining outside <laughs> like, and it's 75 yeah. or 80 degrees during the day <laughs> so, yeah it was a weird day today i not really <laughs> understand it was bizarre <laughs> and the low overnight was like 65 for us which isn't enough to drop the temperature of my house very much and so i couldn't yeah. even run my i was <laughs> right. i mean Megan is
1: not going to complain if you turn the heater on. No,
0: but I will complain. Yeah, but Megan will be fine. She'll be like, ah, yeah. this is the best thing that's ever happened to our house. <laughs> like, oh, you want, to, you want to turn the heater on at 77 degrees? Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Let's make it 80 in here. No. So, <laughs> so that was... She would, she, yeah, at, she'd be okay. That's how we started off Monday. And I was very thankful that I was actually home for this because Mm. uh, I finally have my staff down in Springfield set up to the point where they don't need me there monitoring and shadowing or doing anything. Right. I just, I can't imagine if I had not, if I had not been downstairs, Megan coming down at seven in the morning, and this had been going on for nine hours, like, oof. (laughs) Like, oh,
1: but, If you wouldn't have been home. I wouldn't have flushed the toilet. You you wouldn't have flushed the toilet.
0: (laughs) So it's kind of my fault. Like, I understand. Like, this is kind of like I touched it. Nah, I'm sure if somebody else would have flushed the toilet, like, the next day,
1: it would have happened then. Right. It's just you happen to be the last person that used it. So if you were gone, whoever would have used it instead would have been the tipping point, I imagine. Right. So, like, probably didn't
0: really... (laughs) <laughs> who knows but anyway so it was, it was one of those moments and, and Monday like I was back I was going to go teach in person for the first time in three weeks and I just didn't have it in me so I was like I'm going to do one more, one more day of Zoom <laughs> I physically can't, I can't do this so I was like sorry everybody uh, we're going to have to take just a wee bit of a break so, just in your background, just put a
1: picture of your soggy floor and be like, this is why.
0: Well, uh, no, I just told everybody. I was and then Lillian was telling everybody about the waterfall we had in our in our playroom <laughs> when yeah. she got to class too. So she kinda <laughs> already beat me to the punchline there. But um, Yeah, so I was <laughs> lessons from this. Uh, we'll be a light sleeper, I guess. Um, yeah, I, know, I don't know. I don't know.
1: know what the lesson here is. Get a headlamp. There's head the lesson. Found
0: lamp. it. Oh Get my god, I can't. Oh, these things are so <laughs> wonderful. And having the dehumidifier, I will say, like, we generally run the dehumidifier pretty much nonstop throughout the summer in the basement. Um, and even a little bit into the winter. Uh, but, uh, I forgot just how annoying it is to have to replace the bucket because we have the kind that has that little, oh, yeah. little thing yeah, on the, the back where you just it. unscrew that and you attach a hose to it and I have it go through my floor drain in the basement. Oh oh, my gosh. Oh, 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 oh man, it just runs nonstop and I don't have to worry about it. Now I've got beeping every hour and a half at me. Yeah. i <laughs> sucker. Get in here. <laughs> what are you doing? So
1: do you feel like Luke Skywalker? moisture farming it up? Moisture farming? Yeah
0: yeah i mean i I am repurposing it i am watering our flowers um (laughs) i am using the that to hey there you you go do other stuff with right we have we have mums on our porch that are thirsty things so keep them nice and topped off uh i did i did get our straw strawberries in the ground with hay on them so i got to get them you know a little bit little yeah
1: so you know refusing to rain so oh my gosh
0: it just yeah it well, was nice today
1: trying to have class. Thunder. Kids are like, ah. Oh. I'm like, guys, just rejoice. It hasn't happened in like 70 years. It's right. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yesterday was our big day for rain. We. uh It wasn't a big day today. It just like
1: happened. Right. This morning. <laughs> it was there. Right. It was nice on the way to school. I could. Wa- I was watching the front coming towards us as we were driving. I was like, ah, yes, oh. at
0: last. <laughs> oh. oh, yes. Uh oh also major update. Uh I have the Honda back. Uh also on my. So this is long last. Long at long last. Uh at long last, the Honda has returned. You go. Uh,
2: and
0: uh I so this is <laughs> when I, I I went and tested drove a couple brand new Hondas. Uh not brand new, but like, you know, more modern ones, They're way newer <laughs> like, than yours. <laughs> well, yeah. I keep calling mine a 2006. It's actually a 2005. I forget this. It's a 2005 fine. The, the, Honda Accord that hybrid. It doesn't really matter. I, I, the, the more I have driven other cars, the more I legitimately love this thing. I can't tell you. Enough. Oh, my God. Like, I have, I drove several Honda Accords, and I'm going to be that person and say, I don't quite have enough. Um, oh my goodness I, I, gracious i didn't think i was going to be this person i didn't think i was going to be this person and i guess I, it's because
1: listeners I, you can't see it but i'm headbutting my microphone right now just in anguish of this sentence i, I can't like
0: <laughs> I, I i i'm i got spoiled on it they used to put Big engines in these things. And this thing is way overpowered. It's not it's not safe. Like I can spin the front tires on this thing in any weather condition. Any weather condition. Like just it does not matter. Like you can you can spin the traction This thing is awful, but it's a it's a three liter V six with a with a battery boost on it to fill in the gaps when the V six is not enough. This is what they thought of as a hybrid back then. Okay, like this is where they were coming. It's not from. Not
1: really how hybrids work. That's what a turbocharger is for.
0: <laughs> what, um.
1: <laughs> so Colin really needs a nineteen ninety four Honda Civic turbocharger. That's it's what he really
0: pretty needs. Pretty much. Like, I, I just I got into this. And I like you know I stomped on it and (laughs) and I was boom off and I was like oh yeah that's right that's why I love this thing so much it just they took the hybrid and they were like what can we do we need this v this three liter v (coughs) six is is definitely not enough
1: for us we don't so you are you telling me Colin that your two thousand and five Honda is faster and more furious than the current generation of Honda course.
0: <laughs> so it is, it is, this is exactly what I'm getting to. I, so I went from, I'm <laughs> driving, this is exactly. So I went, I went from driving uh, the, I, you know, I'm used to driving this three liter V six, uh, with the, with the, uh, with the boost uh, on there. So it developed something like 250 horsepower for a front wheel drive, four door sedan, which is enough. Like that's a lot. Um, and I then was test driving some other ones, and this is their new, um, uh, yeah, so, yeah. So so this, the, yeah, the 2005 develops um, 260 horsepower uh, in this thing, which is a lot. Okay, um, <laughs> and we, um, I test drove the newer ones, and these are all 1.5 liter four cylinder engines, <laughs> and I, oh, I, you can feel it. And it's just it's not exciting to drive. And again, I
1: never thought I was this person. You have to go higher me. revs in the force. I'm like oh, Colin. That's how four cylinders work. You just
0: gotta rev them out. That's I, I fine. see. You have. <clears throat> that's what you have to do. This thing, yo, you just plant your foot and you just shoot off like a rocket. And I so then I I did test drive. They do make a two liter four cylinder with a turbo in the sport model. And that's, there you go. That's much better, but I will say I also test drove, so the last year that they put a 2000, that they put a V6 in a Honda Accord was 2017. I did test drive one of those, and I was like, this is what I like. <laughs> so. Now,
1: I'm going to tell you a secret. Okay? Here's a secret for you. Um, it might be easier to find aftermarket engine parts for honda than literally any other car that has ever been made in the history of the universe so basically all you need to do if you're feeling froggy just buy honda and then if you do something as simple as slap a new air intake all you have to do is bolt it on You have 12 more horsepower in your Honda. Just like, boom, done. That's all you got. (laughs) And it just, it comes out of the box. You basically snap it on.
0: Done. That's it. Like Honda is basically just like Lego it up. Just put on stuff. They really do. Especially the civics. And I will say this, this whole gripe is, is also couched in the fact that like the accord is a much larger body style now. And they use the same power plant in many of the Civics as they do the Accord. So it just feels a little bit underpowered. You know, I did drive. So you don't know, you know, like die. Yeah, right.
1: That, you know, (laughs) that little pesky problem of like (laughs) dying in a car crash. Yeah, you know, darn Honda for making you not die. Oh, it's so terrible. It's
0: so infuriating. So I did. I did test drive some Civics and obviously the smaller body styles, the smaller engine. It it makes a lot more sense, and it feels a lot more peppy, and so that is something that I recommend. Okay, but here's what
1: you got to remember: so in the Civic, the smaller car with the still smaller engine, but it's more you make a difference. Oh yeah, in how that car forms. So <laughs> yeah. if you put three people in that Civic, it now is a dog. Yeah right and it doesn't it doesn't move whereas the accord because it's bigger and heavier already your body weight adds only a small percentage into the car and yes. so it is unaffected by carrying people yes so that's so, what you gotta remember so this here is,
0: this is this is why i steer clear to the civic because yes. i'm sitting in there and then i'm like you're going you're being lied to i have Cause once you get a Megan and some children in there. Now it's going to go. It's going to go way. (laughs) And that's the other thing too, of like, Oh, like the civic, like S I or the civic sport, like those seem nice and peppy until you put other bodies in them. And then it's like, no, thanks. So this is again, why I'm going, if it were just me, like the decisions are very different, but now I'm looking at, I need space. I need, a little bit of pep like because again if i'm putting four people in here and i need to get up and go or accelerate like i can't just be dogging around so yeah we the hunt still continues. but again your weight
1: doesn't make a big as big of an effect in on the full the, the cord because yeah. it's already bigger so it's already heavier so adding more weight is like
0: whatever yeah like it just not i found <laughs> So then, myself. So then, I found myself looking at uh, Land for discoveries, and that's entirely uh, of course. <laughs> it always ends there. <laughs> They're so pretty, even. Oh my gosh!
1: Oh my gosh! They're yeah, so man. pretty,
0: and I'm talking about the ones from like 2004. Like those, I just can't not love those. It's so bad, and you can find <laughs> you can find some for like three thousand dollars now. And I'm like, Colin, oh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs>
1: That's a big no. That's a, a red flag <laughs> That's right, right there. No. That's what that is. Oh, that gosh. is a red Luckily, today, Missouri is under a red flag warning because of all this wind. And Colin is over here trying to buy $3,000 land. Over, no, no, it
0: <laughs> was just like, I was like, oh, but look at the pretty windows at the top, the Alpine. Oh, the. Double. <laughs> so, anyway.
1: That... I like how, I like how on one hand your conversations are like, oh, well, the engine is not up to spec and there's turbo <laughs> and lag the and I just feel,
0: and then like, but the window is pretty, enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm so, I'm, <laughs> such a, I'm so conflicted. It's just. You are. Because it's at the, at the basement. It's just like, I just need a sensible, like, humdrum, boring old. Family sedan. And I couldn't quite do it with our last purchase because it was an Accord, but it was the weird hybrid model that nobody wanted, but I absolutely love now. And like with the, <laughs> and then I was like, <clears throat> oh, let's get up. A... Ah,
1: aha. What? You just said the word. Now. Now. Yes. Right. So you are experiencing this problem of your perception of reality has been altered dramatically by the fact that you have spent. So many years with this car, you've bonded with it, is what you've done. And <laughs> you are trying to, you're not just trying to replace a car, Colin. You are trying to replace a bond. Don't say it. No, and, oh. <laughs> and you cannot replace this bond in a 20 minute test drive. And the problem is, you're trying to. I know. <laughs> and you'll never be able to. So either you're just going to drive your Honda forever. Or you're gonna have to accept that it's time to forge a new bond, and you have to start back at zero. You know, and then you have to grow your love from there. <laughs> you can't start at like a hundred where you are now. You can't do it. You got to start. At, you got know, to build back up. This is important therapy for you I right
0: know. now. Okay, and, I and listen. I know. Oh, to- <laughs> <laughs> and I know, like when I first when we first got the Accord. Um, all of the things I'm talking about now that I really like about it were not on my checklist then. I know. Right? I was and like, you yeah. were like, you were you were just talking about all
1: the things that annoyed you. I recall this. I remember this happened then. All these things <laughs> oh. annoyed you. Oh, yes. You were like, oh, this is lame, and I don't know, and blah, blah, blah. And now you're no, just I like,
0: can't. I'm in love. It's my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> it is so bad. <laughs> And this is why I'm my father's son, because <laughs> I have this relationship with this car. And I can't let it go. And yes, yeah, so I am trying to ground myself again, back with my checklist, things that we need. Like, what does this movement to do? What is it to serve? Trying to treat it more like a washing machine as opposed to like, yes, uh, you know, a bond. That's okay. It's okay. As long as you know it's a bond. And you give the new car a
1: chance to grow the bond and don't try to immediately bond with it in like five seconds.
0: The problem is, is that I immediately bonded with the like almost $60,000 Tesla Model 3. Okay. Okay. Well, (laughs) all right. So maybe a middle ground bond. (laughs) 'Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, this checks all the boxes and it's wonderful. But trying to be like, yeah. okay.
1: Remember right. that Tesla is owned by an insane person and be like, mm.
0: <laughs> Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if I could support I that. this. <laughs> I am I Again, I should never have driven that car. No, we should never have gone it. But I was like, Oh, I would like to drive one of those. That's not fun. So now I'm trying to find this middle ground again of like sensible within budget, meets the demands of like must because the other thing is is we're going to probably have this next car for another seven years. And my I mean, yeah, go yeah, that's... It, yeah. And so trying to trying to plan out a little bit of what are my needs now? And sure, we can always sell the car, but buying and selling cars is a hassle. It's annoying. So I'd yeah, rather just have this for another yeah. seven to 10 years. So like, I, can, and I, I can't come think of everything. And that's not what's stopping me. It just goes, I know I'm going to need more space and I really want dependability. Upmost, that's what I need. And so those are kind of guiding... A lot of these decisions, as far as like tried and true, which is why so, the Land Rover so this thing is, will never happen. Exactly, like, <laughs> this is why
1: Land Rover is one hundred percent out of the question because you <laughs> want reliability, and that's not it. That that's
0: <laughs> that's not the answer. Yes. So, trying to put all this together, <laughs> and it's just I just I what again? What really caught me off guard was how much of like. And I guess it's just because over the years, I've just started driving increasingly faster and how much like that. Cause impacted you lived me. in Texas for so yeah, long. Cause I did, it broke me and it was like, Oh, you're like a hundred. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah. I'll drive through Houston at a miles an hour. Ask that. So. Yeah. Sure, why not? Um, <laughs> just like, that's what caught me off guard. And I was so shocked by that. And I think that also is coming off the heels of like, I went from that, like that tiny, like very underpowered Corolla. Um to back to my car. And I was like, oh, that's a difference. Like that I can I can feel that difference And um trying to, yeah. <laughs> trying to find the feeling, man. You know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah. Still still
0: in car shopping. We did test drive a uh, um what did we test drive recently? Uh oh no. Uh oh no actually actually okay so I was looking at Land Rovers, and then I did test drive a Land Rover Discovery Sport. It's used used it's used. and it's like the same size as our Jeep. Uh, it's weird. Oh, that's <laughs> and, weird. And we test drove and we test drove a um. We also test drive a full Grand Cherokee because I was like, how much bigger does that feel than our Cherokee? Because I've actually never driven one, and I was like, oh, this feels they're huge. huge. It is a boat, and yeah. annoyingly, no more. Rear legroom than our Cherokee. No, that more. sounds that sounds about right. That's so, just, right. So, the, so where do they now? Now, importantly, where do they give you that legroom? Okay, front, really. which I don't really need. But it's all in the cargo. It's all cargo space. Oh well, I mean that's you know, at, useful as the family but, grows and stuff. Like we need to put more stuff back there. But it just was weird how I couldn't get even like a couple inches more. Uh, that is that is
1: weird. Like, weird. Move the seat back like two inches. Give yeah. something right
0: yeah. like. And and so that you know that's a, a midsize SUV, and then we drove a compact SUV, and it was like the same size, like in the back leg room. That was odd. Uh, and then we did test drive. I took Megan on a. That's really weird. We I don't had know. like we had like fifteen minutes left, and I was like, "They've got something that I really want to drive." And so we went. And we test drove a, one of those um, Jeep Wrangler Unlimiteds with the four doors. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. And it was a it was the Sahara Edition, which is, by the way, the trim level that I would get for many many reasons, but. Um, <laughs> that thing, you know, <laughs> it's like such not a daily car. Like it's it's so hilariously awful <laughs> and bad. <laughs> I was just I was shocked because I had driven some of the late nineties, early two thousands Wranglers before, and but those were the short ones, and those just the, felt the normal, the appropriate size ones, the appropriate size ones. Yeah, and those felt. Different and they felt lively because they feel weird. They're so tiny. They feel, they so you
1: tiny. They feel so like t- you're just gonna do donuts in like any second.
0: Yes. This thing though was just like much more of a boat, and it felt just huge and they <laughs> and look like, huge. It does look huge. And they I, look ridiculous. And that's this, the most like inappropriate
1: car ever created.
0: Well, like, and and the fact that it has this one, it, I think it would have it would have felt different it would have if it would have had the cloth top. But because it had the hard top oh, the hard, the hard yeah. top four door Wrangler, it just it, it feels so un They look weird yeah.
1: horrid. Right. And what I what I say, listeners, when I sorry any listeners on this car, I apologize. Uh when I say it's inappropriate is I have never like a Jeep is a Basically designed to be an off-road vehicle, right? Right. That's what it's for. It's what its job is.
2: Um, this thing cannot go
1: through a ditch, like it. I don't know what it, I don't know what it's for, right? You're talking about cars have purposes, and you need a purpose to drive. I, I have no idea what it's for. I see them all; they're all over the place down they're there. Super I know. Popular. I know many people that have them. They are all immaculately clean and un Jeepy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh right? Many other Jeep owners, like, they'd never wash their car because it's like your Jeep Wrangler and you're like, yeah, it's money. Mm -hmm. Good. Right, whatever. Like, I drove through a field yesterday. Why? No one knows. But they drove through a field yesterday. These things, never seen them with, like, even a speck of dirt on them right Never. at all it's so confusing i don't understand
0: <laughs> and trying to find a, trying to find a stock version is almost impossible if it's used it is oh it is, no everyone's put the stupidest
1: wheel entire combination you could possibly imagine on there
0: And I can't stand that because I drove, I mean, I drove a 1991 Jeep Cherokee. It was inline six with oversized tires and it was so underpowered. It wasn't even funny. Like it was just, and that was with even slightly modifications to it. And knowing that these people are putting huge tires, massive lifts and not doing anything to the engines. It's like, what are you doing? And the same thing with trying to find like an unmodified Toyota Tacoma of like, I just want, it's just, and Just straight from the factory, that's what I want. I I don't want all this stuff. You can it. You can. It, they're almost impossible to find and drive and test. So it's like I'm test driving this vehicle, and this one thankfully was actually standard. But I have driven other like the Tacomas are are exceptionally problematic. I know that the, the Jeep Wranglers are too. But like I drove a Tacoma, and it, the only use was used one that they have was like heavily modified and I was like well now I'm just test driving the modification I don't even test driving the truck at this point like I can't tell you anything about a Tacoma I can just tell you that this has ruined it <laughs> whatever it's happened this is this is worse in I, in my approximation hello
1: Ah, yeah, sorry. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is fine. Nothing abnormal happened at all. <laughs> okay, all right, back to this. What last did you hear? <laughs> uh, we were talking about the ugliest Jeep in the world. Oh, yes. Was, oh, I was in the middle of saying something about it's very, it's annoying because um, <clears throat> the tire thing, tires and wheels thing, right? So it's like a personality stamp. People want to like stamp it on their car because like it's a weird thing where you want to buy the most popular car of the year but you don't want it to look like everybody else's car so you have you do something to it to make it like yeah individualized and it's annoying when it's like wheels and tires because people just throw them on there and they don't think about like what you said power or now your your gear ratios are all messed up right and all this stuff uh you can just put a sticker on your car right it's fine just just put a sticker in the window boom (laughs) personalized it's better can come off when you want to resell it to somebody else right because if you put you put like big giant wheels on your car and all this stuff like you don't have power now right and your gearing is all messed up and it like eats up your rear differential right because your gear ratios are all bad and like you're going your speedometer is wrong and like all this stuff It's like a whole, it's a whole mess of problems like because you wanted to put bigger wheels on your car and so the next person that buys it Right. You take, sometimes you take the wheels off and then you sell it and they're unsuspected They didn't know that you have been ruining all the gears in your car, the transmission and in the differential mm-hmm. and everywhere for all that time. They're just like worn out because they've been working way too hard because the ratios have been ineffective. That's what I was saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And it's, it's true. And, and again, try and find those unmodified ones, and then you're just left with going, oh, "What? What even is this? Like this is just a big mess." And so, it was. I was kind of shocked by it because again, I had these kind of again these these memories of like the shorter ones and the um, but get, they were older and they were smaller too. Like they weren't hadn't been all puffed up and and <laughs> kind of bloated as the more modern ones are. Uh, and so it was just a yeah uh, yeah, so yeah, we test drove those it's been weird it's been a weird test driving week too. <laughs> so uh yeah i don't I don't recommend them, I don't recommend the other ones either, so <laughs> but what's uh what's been what's been new with you like nothing ever happened. So anyway, that's anyway. why I hate aftermarket wheels. <laughs> they really are terrible. Uh, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. It's good stuff. <laughs> you
1: will know, see how yeah, this holds out here. It's been
2: a
0: yeah. bit but Oh, no. Okay. Did you do a speed test? <laughs> no. I was afraid. It's always real low
1: anyway. So
0: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs>
0: well, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I i I do want to talk about I was trying, <laughs> before i got we got sidetracked on on how awful um, oversized tires on um, underpowered uh, off-road vehicles are um I was because <laughs> nobody does anything about the gearing or anything like that. Uh, yeah what what was your unless you wanted to do something else, what was your main takeaway or what what did you think of the most recent grand tour? Um.
1: Yeah, I. It was mostly okay,
0: right? It was mostly pretty good.
1: I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so I don't know. What are your thoughts before we talk more in detail about uh, it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I was digging it. Right up until uh spoilers everybody uh James may crashed uh wow, so <laughs> you weren't digging it for very long um, <laughs> it had the same it was had a similar feel of some of their other ones, and it was it was bringing me in bringing me in, and then that happened and i and then uh, granted they didn't expect that to happen so naturally I'm sure they had to erase some scripts um, but I think my
2: biggest beef with it was in the
0: the, um, the Top Gear days you knew they were scripted but everything was so cheap that you, it didn't really feel as scripted like it, when, it, when it was kind of more on the nose it was definitely a, a, a joke um, but because they have so much money being thrown at this, um, they the scriptedness really comes out, and like the stagedness, and things that were always staged before. I know that, but like, it just seems very apparent that they they that they were staged. Um, and it's starting to get, ooh, a little old. I'll say that. Yeah, I think you kind of
1: you kind of nailed my thoughts there because like that, that's pretty much exactly it. Like the, the way that they go about staging it, it's just like, I don't know. It's just not there for me right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just off. There's something that feels off about it. <clears throat> I think, I think you might be right about the money thing about just how much they play into it. Like, You can tell sometimes they're leaning into the joke, right? It's fine. I get it. But also, like, it kind of ruins a bit of the sincerity about the whole thing, which is what made, I think, that's sort of what made the old stuff, like, really good, was there was this, like, sincere undertone to things, right? Like, that they we loving things and they enjoyed things. And I feel like they're just bored.
0: And I think that's uh, why, you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, there are moments. And I, one thing I always look for is I look for to see if they have genuine laughs around each other uh, when they're talking and, mm. um, and the, the, those come through every now and then, but there are times I like the, the one that just gets me every single time. Is when, uh, on top gear, Clarkson has um changed his Citroen into the giant high rise, and he is driving down, and James May is unable to breathe. He is laughing so hard, oh, yes, Behind he's him, he is dying. He is dying. That, <laughs> that <laughs> and I look for that all the whole time. And I think what I'm trying to do is going judging what you're you're putting your thumb on there is going is this is this um is the are they bored? Right? Are are they having issues? Are they concerned or anything? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they're just bored, right? And so I feel like that comes across cuz like some of the ideas should be good, right? Hoeing
2: a hut on skis should be humorous. Yeah. Right. But it just kind of wasn't, you know, like
1: there should be slightly more actual rally racing in an episode about rally cars.
0: <laughs> right. That's what like I was they, waiting for where they is only the did ch-
1: like the, they only did the one thing on the lake or whatever. At the very beginning like kind of raced around some,
0: but where was the, um, where was the, they race a different, a more modern one, right? Like, uh, yeah, there was like, just, just not cuz that would have been the perfect no. time to say mr woman thinks that you are crazy to now only um uh you know only the, the, choosing these early 2000s cuz that was a weird premise to begin with of like why why did you just pick the early 2000s era unless cuz usually well, that was do- the that was the last big like
1: world rally championship like explosion where like it for a win it it was like super popular with everybody like a lot of people really liked it uh and like but you still like even now it's hard to find in the u.s to watch like it's impossible (laughs) like so i think that might be why also because also because those cars are pretty available because they did make like twelve billion of
0: them. Oh yeah. So like, it's like in in the in the top gear era, they would have been like, We think cars from this era are superior, right? Obviously a, a ridiculous premise, but like they should have just come out and stated that because then that would have played into the like, oh, here is a more modern one or here's one from this and that's why this is better. They're gonna race you yeah. and shoot and you can and figure out um uh you know that you're wrong and beat the tie yeah. with, like like that I was looking for that and it wasn't there. I was also disappointed
1: partially because I did watch rally racing in that time. And the, they like, I don't know why they did this, but you, they, I don't, the, the, the Audi thing just annoyed me, right? The Audi S4, the Clarkson head was the wrong car because if you're going to have a Two, one. Okay, we are recording. Uh, All right, so the big problem is the Audi, right? (laughs) Okay, why? Because the Audi is not a car, and a rally car. An Audi S4 is not a rally car. Never was, never competed in this at all. And so the fact that there is uh, the Super WRX, the Mitsubishi Evo 7, where is the Pe- Peugeot 206? That is the <laughs> it, natural car that fits in this slot. This is the other the rest of them. this is the other car that was competitive during that time, right? Yeah, the Peugeot 206. It was a huge, huge thing, right? So what? Where is that at? Where is this? I understand you're trying to be funny and you want to drive an Audi because the Audi Quattro was a big thing, but the Audi Quattro was a big thing in like the 80s, right? not 1997. Hello. So do you hear just, me at all? It like doesn't fit and then there's no rally racing. There's no anything, right? It's weird to be like, "Oh, here's these rally cars. We're going to do no rallying at all." Zero. Just sad. It's like <laughs> it's like it's a letdown, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's i'm i'm now trying to watch these more with a critical eye going what are they trying to tell me through what's on screen because if you do watch the other challenges or other things that they do on the show they are trying to prove a point um by the comparisons i've realized that more and more but i just wasn't sure what that was this time
1: yeah i have no idea what it was like again that having the wrong car having the the obvious omission of the pojo 206 is a problem right i get it they don't like french cars i get that's the gag but like i was kind of a big one at the time it it feels weird it just yeah like what i don't understand what the message is supposed to be i don't get the joke i guess because you know, I like you said too earlier, like the massive rewrites that have to happen by doing possibly one of the most idiotic things I've ever seen recorded <gasps> on screen. Uh, I, I is have a, bit no of a
0: problem, right? Like why they thought that was a good idea? That was bad. It <laughs> Was bad.
1: Like what? What are you? You know what I mean? Like that is just that's a terrible idea. Like and no no
2: way at all. Is that a good idea
1: to drive down a tiny tunnel full speed at a wall with lights that weren't even turned on? Apparently. Yeah. Like like with lights that didn't even turn on until you got into the right bank of lights. That's horrible. Like that's terrible. Just, just, just drive the cars in the snow. It had to be much better. Like, they're rally cars, after all. That's what they're for. Right? Like, that's that's how they work. They
2: don't do that. That was just the worst plan I've literally ever seen in my life. You know? And, like,
1: I I can't believe they actually did that. And then... Tried to kill James. Like I don't know how he's not
0: <laughs> completely oh, I, dead. That was genuinely like oh wow, especially because in times past when wrecks have happened, they cut away from actually like impact or whatever, they kind of show the aftermath. Yeah. But this I mean, and you see j you, you really get an appreciation for just how little stopping distance he had and how close he was to the wall and <laughs> to, yeah. to, to Jeremy and everything. Um It was that was shocking. Like when you saw that, it was like, and it happened so fast. You were just like, "Boom!" Like, "Oh my gosh,
1: what is that?" I remember, I remember reading that he was in a crash when they were filming this. Yeah, right. I but all you know, obviously, all it said was James May has Crash, Bob's head, right? Mm That you know, what's said. This was like
2: this was horrible.
1: This is a one hundred percent (laughs) preventable crash, based (laughs) on. Yeah. The, the, the the idea that preceded it. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't need to happen. No. So, like, other times, it's an accident. Right? Like, you know, Hammond's crash, the big one, was, like, legitimately an accident. You know what I mean? Like, he was driving the car, and he, like, screwed up, and it crashed. Or any time they do that, that's what happens. It's yeah. like they're driving a car in a moderately normal way and they there's an accident it's fine you know i mean not fine but like it's not unreasonable that that would happen this is like 100% guaranteed something bad's going to happen
0: yeah like there's no is... there's no <laughs> and and this is after you know they had uh driven through the tunnels underneath the um uh parliament building or whatever <laughs> uh from wherever that was right to do loudness tests like this is this is including yeah. that shenanigan,
1: yeah. This is ridiculous. So that I think that kind of took me out of the whole deal, right? The lack of pojo two hundred sixes, the fact that they did something so incredibly idiotic, like even by their standards, and then,
2: like you said before, like the 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 just
1: the way that they did some of the stuff was just like ah, I just not. But For me, like the flamethrower thing, it was lame. Yeah. It was lame, is what it was. That was humorous.
0: Uh, <laughs> or, or the, um, when James got stuck in the ice, at first I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, this is, that's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. Um, but then how watching the, uh, the reaction of, of James, sorry, of, of Jeremy and of, of Hammond, I was like, oh, Okay. Um, I don't feel like you're quite as panicked. And then yeah. when, when Hammond was like, Well, you know I'm into survival stuff, right? I have an idea. I was just like, Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, oh, oh. Okay. okay. All this was set up to make the Audi the hero, right? Of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh which uh,
1: okay. Yeah. Whatever. But It was just, yeah, it was just too contrived. There was some parts that were good. Like, I, it was one of those things, like, I sort of enjoyed it while I was watching it. I didn't ever want to, like, turn it off. Right. Right. I didn't ever go, oh, my gosh, I have to stop. This is too much. Right. I never said that. But also, you know, there were some parts that were, like, they had promise. But then again, they just, like... They didn't deliver on the promise. Like they had the, we found a workshop, but then like, they just come back like an immeasurable number of days later, and it was just like a completely different car. Like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. this is I see. Well, that we're not trying, right? Like, it, we're just was it a
0: different car or was it
1: a wrap that they did? Like, well, it was a wrap, but there's no way they did that wrap in that shop in. Right, so that was like who knows right. how long later while yeah. they were waiting for James to and again in some hospital which again is fine
2: but like it was just kind of not
0: interesting (laughs) it's like part of the what i enjoyed was like the shots of them like butting and moving about with the car and like them even like pretending to put on a bolt
2: or whatever like that yeah that was fun to watch and see yeah, and then so like, the complete just like,
1: like oh the doors closed. Oh, it's like there was some hammering noises in the background when Hammond was plugging his car into the computer and typing away. You know, but like,
0: and even that it was, like, it was just
1: kind of like okay, whatever, like it's, it's fine, I guess. But yeah, it just kind of was not. It was just not. There was something missing about the whole thing, right? It's just very, like, lackluster, I think, is the best phrase to
2: describe it, you know? It's kind of very, like, meh. Yeah. Sort of what it feels like. It's just kind of meh. Which is sad, because these are a premise that would, should be enjoyable, right? These are not... Bad ideas that they have, but the execution is just sort of, meh. You know, like just. Mm, hmm.
0: And I was, meh. I was trying to remember. There is a Top Gear where they, <clears throat> is it when they get three French cars in from, from auction, and they go and they restore them back to, um. Right, and they say they found a shed and then they it was a commentary on um people who do resto mods on on cars and the cleaning and like the polishing do do you remember this at all where
1: I remember they went to an auction I don't remember them being specifically french cars yeah, maybe the they auction weren't. the auction episode I'm thinking of is the one where they went and they did the the
2: rally in Mallorca
1: oh this was this one. Oh, yes uh like the t- it was like the not the it's not like a world championship rally but like the the like timed rally thing where you have to like drive within the certain speed limit and do the certain thing and hit a certain time goal to do the thing right
0: yes they had the
1: james had a weird french car i
0: think he had the french car that he restored with
1: the yellow headlights after they had
0: was that that one
1: I don't know, uh, but I know that Jeremy had the little convertible that was way too small, and Hammond had the cab because
0: his granddad built it. Right, not really? Boiler. But right. okay, maybe this was a bit. Le- I think this was a bit later. Anyway, that one they kind of did the same thing with this, where they just pushed them in and then they pushed them out, and the cars had been modified and changed. Yeah. Um, and it didn't quite have that same fizz to it. Yeah. As other ones, so it was just uh. Very, uh, again that word contrived. So it's beautiful scenery. Yeah, I mean, after oh. you watch Hammond
1: like rip doors off of a car, oh my god! And, like you watch Jeremy like use a pickaxe to smash a hole in the hood, in like the Africa one or whatever. Like it's not, the, it's not the same. Yeah, when they're just like anyway,
2: like so. Yeah, it's just.
1: It it was just, I I mean, I think really the best way to describe it is like flat, Mm. you know, like it's just kind of flat. Just kind of like, because I think some of the promise, like some of the premise, like you like want to see them do that, right? Like you want to see them actually build the little hut to camp in or come up with it. Yeah. Yeah. But they're yeah. just like, oh, here it is, and then we're actually not going to sleep in it, right? We're just going to like, you know, like we're not going to show that part or do anything. So, like, there's a lot of like non-delivering on promise it as well,
2: which is is boring, you know?
1: Because like in the in the in that one you're talking about earlier, the one where they did build the campers, and Jeremy built the big Citroen multi-story apartment complex or whatever, yeah, like the joke was they were sleeping in them and they were living in the thing that they made. Right. I realized that they're in the Arctic circle in the middle of the winter. Right. So like the actual ability to do that is not necessarily there without, you know, dying. So I get it, but it just was after, you know,
2: if that's the standard, then this was just kind of like, meh, like kind of not there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, an interesting take. Um, yeah, I just, mm, I
1: don't know. It, It was fine. Like it was fine. Right. Was it entertaining? Yeah, it was fine. I wasn't like mad that I watched it, but,
2: it just kind of was whatever so i don't know just don't know yeah i uh, i finished that up i guess
0: last night or the night before and i just go i didn't have that uh rewatchability to it feeling uh which is another point that i judge like what would it yeah. be like to see this again uh and would
2: would i laugh or or not or whatever. So that's a... Yeah. I didn't really laugh that much. No, I, I didn't either. The first time. So, cause like, Oh, ha ha. We woke up on a ski resort. Oh, ha ha. We slept in a
0: museum hut. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay, that was funny when they were in the Amazon and they thought they were camping On in the woods, and they woke up on their, you know, the we were on the A four road.
1: (laughs) But that's again, I understand the joke. Like, there's a joke here about like it's not actually because the whole joke of the episode is like it's not really that wildernessy, right? There's a lot of people. A lot of people live here, and it's pretty connected, right? There's stuff here, so I I get the joke, but like it just wasn't a funny joke.
0: (laughs) <laughs> this felt like it was made for their European viewers. I will say that. Uh because I mean that's like, probably fair, right? Like
1: <laughs>
0: like I'm sure that there were jokes in there that I just didn't or you know again that commentary of like, "Yeah, this is your last great wilderness." And they're like, "Oh, we'll get ready these the windshield wipers." <laughs> yeah. I mean, i yes,
1: I think that is definitely part of it, right? Like like uh the European wilderness is like 4 square feet right you know what i mean like that right. is part of the commentary here <laughs> but uh,
2: so that might be the most humorous part of the whole episode now that i'm thinking about it, actually yeah because a lot of the rest of it just was kind of meh right meh
1: and i think part of me was taken aback by the almost death of
0: james may uh, oh like yo got really like what the heck? yeah yeah that was <laughs> that, that did kind of set the tone and maybe if that hadn't happened it the rest of it would have been a lot more lighthearted but like i think so that just, i think that
1: i think like, that uh, i think that might be part like, tr- partly true looming like, over he...
0: every action being like james like literally almost died <laughs> like <laughs> like on camera too
2: <laughs> not okay yeah,
1: I think I think that sort of shocking event really uh, took me out of it as well. Like, yo, you really went through with this terrible idea and almost killed James? Like, what the heck? Why would you do this? <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was so jarring that I think I was not into a lot of other stuff they did. Just because I was just so aghast at like, wow, this... What <laughs> happened?
2: Like the beginning, and now we got like what? Like <laughs> uh, so we'll see. We shall see. Sort yeah. of an implied cliffhanger ending, right? Like sort oh. of an Im- implied part two. Yes, at oh, some I'm point. Sorry. So we will see if that is. Actually, true. And if it is better,
1: please no pretend flamethrowers on your car exhaust. Please, please don't do that.
0: Not not necessary. It was bad. It it was real bad.
2: Like, (laughs) like real bad. (laughs) Yeah, they weren't even that that impressive, but whatever, you know. No, it was horrible. Like, it looked foolish. So. Just annoying. Like, really? You're going to give this. Why? (laughs) So, yes, in short, no Pojo 206. James, too much James May, almost death. Yeah. And just a flat affect for a lot of the rest of the stuff where, like, we're just kind of like, no way up. Here it is. And I don't I'm sure part of this is again,
0: like one of the reasons why they stopped the in-studio stuff was because it was like how much more new, how much more new things can we do? And yeah. and out of now that we are well out of out of that territory,
2: um, you know, what else? can we have
0: commentary on or what, what other funny things can do with, with cars, but also realizing like Jeremy Clarkson is 62. um, <laughs> And yeah, so they're getting a bit older. And I guess that's what I, I wish they had more of instead of just trying to do funny stuff or do stunts or things like that. Like I really wish they would
2: start having like more of the,
0: Com- like they're more of their commentary or their take on a particular topic or um car or you know thing like you know, the whole like rally racing um uh, uh, british rally racing kind of tournaments and stuff that that, yeah. that play I mean, heavily like that had themes that they were able to bring up and about and try things and i that it just feels kind of missing of like I guess their voice in it maybe is what I'm actually missing, yeah,
1: I like, think that might you know that's a good point like because I think um, the most, if I think back to the old top gear episodes, like the most like profound episode where it was like, you could really tell there was like, like you're talking about like their thoughts and their opinions and their take something was the, the Lancia segment. Right. Do you remember this where they were talking about the greatest car company in history and they, they said it was Lancia and they were talking about the rally history and they drove that Stratos around and they Uh were driving all those Lancias and stuff like that. Uh, that was like a very profound thing, right? Like you miss those moments of profundity really in the grand tour. Like they're there. Like those really serious, like sincere, like, Moments of, like, no, this is a beautiful thing, and I love this, right? You don't get that in these episodes, you know? For whatever reason, they didn't talk about, you know, maybe it was because James died, but, like, there was no, like, moments of, like, ah, yes, rally racing. This is a sport about X. This is what it means, right? There was no moments of profundity at all. Right there was no like Jeremy like waxing poetically while doing a burnout right, which uh-huh. was always weird. Ha- weirdly happened, but like he would do that a lot in the old stuff. Right? Yeah, that's a good. Now, there was those moments of like brevity, like serious kind of feeling moments or whatever. And when they're just like a hundred percent weird and silly all the time, it's like, yeah.
0: you know, whatever. Yeah, because th- they did have those moments of like we brought all these cars out, we did all these things, and they came this all this point. way, right? Like, yeah, we, we came to this conclusion because of XYZ, and now we see this. Um, like, that's, they didn't have that. It's very rare now, because they are just doing the big, big productions kind of stuff. And it, yeah,
1: you're right. There was you like a weird that. echo of it when they were talking about the film Lancer, right? Yeah. A little bit, because they were talking about how hardy it was and how it overcame all this stuff. But like, it didn't ring as sincere as like you know some of the other ones they did. Like,
0: well, uh, you there know. should have been a cutscene to them talking about the history of each one of those cars, showing the uh the the pedigree that it came from, uh the racers, some of the most notable events, um and and yeah. why like actual, why that was the best time actual rally car. footage, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like
1: that would have been useful in your rally episode
2: <laughs> you know yeah. video of a rally car from
1: the <laughs> 90s right carlos science like flipping it over. yeah they could have the other the other option would be ford focus that was the other big rally car there uh the
2: <laughs> but you know just
1: like stuff like that or yeah the battles between because like it was a very Impreza Lancer heavy battle, but like, you know, talk about the drivers, talk about the, this, talk about, you know, the rally courses. Cause there is a big famous rally in like Sweden or somewhere, right. Or Finland. I can't remember where it is, but like, there's a big, they do winter stage race there and it's like huge and stuff. Like talk about that. Talk about stuff. I don't know. Like, anything related to the topic at all would be great.
0: (laughs) And the only reason, like they didn't even describe the, uh, the reason it was maybe they didn't want to be too on the nose, but like Scandi flick, like it's a, a a rally maneuver or whatever. Right. Like, like try where were the, (laughs) where were the, where were the Scandinavian rally drivers that were racing them and some other vehicles or whatever. It's just like there was, To me, there was so much that they could have done that for whatever reason, they didn't quite pull those strings together. And here I am spending Amazon's money to make this happen. But, (laughs) but, you know, it's like, but I just don't. It it would have had a much more through line with the rally as opposed to um, the adventures of them. And maybe that just goes to show, like, they in and of themselves aren't that interesting of people. (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) To, like, focus on when they don't have, like, now we're all doing this thing and this theme in this way.
1: Well, I don't think that's necessarily true because, like, when you watch them do anything, like, by themselves or in other contexts, like, they are very interesting. So I don't really know why it's just so, like,
2: bleh. You know what I mean? Because, like. It
1: feels like in this episode, like, there wasn't any, like, there wasn't a lot of time that it was, it didn't feel like them being them. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, Clarkson doing Clarkson-y things. Or James doing weird Jamesy things, right? It was James driving really fast out of a tunnel into a wall. That's off-brand, right? Like, that doesn't yeah. make
0: sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, And so I wonder. There
1: was no, like, weird. F- Scandinavian facts or Hammond being dumb or like Clarkson being ridiculous right like it was ridiculous
2: but like not in the correct way I guess I don't know like
0: it's very
1: odd very odd very uncanny valley episode I feel like Like,
0: (laughs) yeah and I wonder how much again just kind of behind the scenes I'd love to know what the, the difference in the writing rooms look like now than they did at when they were at the BBC to know like how yeah. much of things are being written for them, how much they are writing, what that balance is, if it's changed at all and kind of what the direction is for each episode. Because um, I definitely think you know, Clarkson still has a heavy hand, if not heavier, but what does that look like in that room where they're putting together an episode? I would love to be a fly on the wall yeah. to see what that process is. Yeah,
1: I think that would be interesting because that's what that is. What it kind of feels like. It's just if there's something that's different, and I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's because there's nobody. Be like, yo, how about you bring it back a minute? Like <laughs> and they just like are letting the pure insanity be unleashed, and nobody
0: is reigning it in. Right? Like this has anyways, been my, that's no, been my that's been my singular complaint since the very first. Um. Uh, grand tour episode of of this seems like all shackles have been released and nobody's telling these people no like they have no constraints they have no budget constraints they have no time constraints they have no writing constraints they have nothing it's just it
2: feels it feels a lot more frantic at times yeah
1: yeah so I don't know I, I don't know what that means for like like you said like what is the vision supposed to be like I would like somebody to explain it to me beforehand. Like, here's the vision. This is what we want.
2: Right. Like, is there a message? Are we, is long COVID affecting our brain? Like what's happening here? Like
0: what's. (laughs) Well, they did say it had been what he he did say it had been three years since they had filmed. It's been a long time. And I was like, surely not. But, Maybe not three,
1: not three, but because they did do the lockdown episode, right? Yeah, and I liked but, that one. That one was pretty good.
0: But again, that was smaller scope, yeah, familiar territory. It felt like Top Gear was, because they were was, just,
1: you know, it was focused. <laughs> driving,
0: right. I think that was, what was focused. Across. Yeah, it was very focused.
2: So maybe that's why. But yeah, it's been at least two years, probably. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. So Yeah. Yeah. I really up, know.
0: Up, uh, other than the uh letdown of the episode, what's the, what's been doing with you? Oh,
2: yeah. Uh it was fine. Um, not a lot. Just going through the week, you
1: know, trying to get my life together for next week, which is gonna be ridiculous. Next two weeks gonna be just bizarre so oh no there, well, there's lots of days where like we are doing other things not class related you know what i mean like oh this day is a celebration day this day is a not halloween halloween party day uh this day is a weird tornado drill day like i don't it's just ridiculous like
2: so that's fun next week's gonna be fun it's going to be great. <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, well. So that's pretty much it. Just school. Going through, doing stuff, trying to figure things out as I go. <laughs> I understand how it is. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, more on that next week. Next week. Okay. Be well, i really grumpy about that. Probably. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> well, but it's all right. It'll be fine.
3: Okay. okay.
0: <laughs> well, well, I think by the time I stitch all of these, uh, pieces together, uh, we'll have a, we'll have something, not that anything was stitched together. Obviously this is no, no, one, one contiguous sorry. piece. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to break that. wall. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Figured
2: it totally out. fine. Uh, <laughs> fine, all <Okay>. Yes, <laughs> so. but I'll
1: leave you with this. I was thinking the other day, I was having a conversation with somebody. So okay. next week, I want you to, I want you to mull this over.
2: Okay.
1: And if my internet's working next week, we're gonna drive <laughs> hey. I have it pulled it out of the wall and called somebody else. Uh, I want to know. Right, it is now officially
2: holiday season. Because Halloween is upon us. Yep.
1: So I want to know your uh, Halloween candy tier list, right? Which holidays have the best candy? And okay, what do well, you think that candy is? Okay. So, so that's what we
0: want to talk about next time. So is it is it Halloween-specific candies, or are we then ranking... Uh, Holidays and their candy options.
1: I think we're going to rank holidays and their candy options. Okay. I think we, because this is the start now, right, of holiday time, right? I base this purely on when Reese's uh, special editions come on sale, right? So good. they start selling Reese's pumpkins now, and then they stop selling Reese's pumpkins at Easter. So we have we have a few holidays to rank because all of these holidays like they have candy involved, right? So I think we should I think we should do two fold system. Okay. We're going to rank the holidays for their candies, like which holiday has the best okay. candy, yeah. and then we can talk about favorite candies at each holiday okay. as part of that conversation. But I want to give you some time to think about this. Okay, that's just, this a is a good
0: one. I like that. Deep, a cool it's
1: a deep. Uh, Potentially deep dive here. Okay, so like and sometimes you know you might have a holiday where you're like, oh, I'm gonna have a. Tr- what is a good candy for this? I don't right. So like this is a <laughs> true. Just in case you are like, oh, I don't even like this one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so holiday candy ranking. This is important information.
0: Holiday season comes up.
1: Reese's pumpkins go on sale, but that's how you know it's holiday time right that's what
0: (laughs) and they make that big change and the preponderance of candies are out there are in a some way holiday themed that's true indeed they will be themed after some sort of holiday until
1: easter really yes right indeed (laughs) so that's 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 the holiday season for candy candy holiday season goes from that also goes with the holiday uh like baking show theme, right? That started back again too. It's Halloween time, and then you have a one up until spring, and then psh, no more. more summer summers dry. No holidays. No special uh, candy holidays in the summer, right? For some reason, full- July doesn't have candy. I guess okay. Cool. You need to spend so much money on fireworks, but yes. that's what-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we will. Yes, we will do that next week. All All right. right. Yes. Looking forward to that. Okay. Boom. Boom. Very good. And on that note, on that bombshell. Ah. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.